Hello and welcome to Inner Sanctum from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Good evening, friends. Welcome again to the Inner Sanctum. I'm Raymond, your host. Uh, Come in, won't you, and sit down? Well, very nice so many of you here, people who believe in black magic, haunting, and ghosts. Huh? Oh, you don't believe in them? Well, our story tonight is about some sailors who didn't believe in them either. But it didn't take them very long to find out that such things did exist, that they were wrong, dead wrong. Inner Sanctum Mysteries brings you one of Broadway's and radio's best-known stars, Arthur Vinton. Tonight, Mr. Vinton appears as Captain Beast in Dead Reckoning, an original radio drama by Robert Newman. When you have that all-in-down-and-out feeling, you may be a victim of irregularity. Then you can help restore your usual pep and figure by taking one or two Carter's Little Liver Pills with a glass of water when you go to bed tonight. Carter's Little Liver Pills help you feel better by providing remarkable two-way relief. Relief you cannot expect from a simple laxative alone. Here's what happens. First, Carter's Little Liver Pills wake up the flow of a vital digestive juice. And they do this usually within 30 minutes after taking. Second, they help restore regularity. It's this two-way relief that works so fast and so differently to help you feel up on your toes again. So don't go on feeling way below par when you can get this kind of relief with Carter's Little Liver Pills. Get a box from your druggist now, only 25 cents. And now I think we're ready. Ready to begin as weird and eerie a tale as ever made a sailor wish he'd never seen salt water. A story of... Something that came out of the fog to drag men to death in watery graves. So, if your nerves are good and you're not afraid of nightmares, then turn down the lights and listen to Dead Reckoning. The great banks which lie off our eastern seaboard, the perilous waters, shrouded throughout most of the year by heavy fog. Slipping through the thick gray hall, with foghorn wailing like a lost soul, the small tramp steamer. It is late afternoon. There are two men on the bridge. Suddenly, the door of the wheelhouse opens. Afternoon, Mr. Ross. Afternoon, Captain. Weather's well, really pretty dirty, eh? That's uh, better than ever. You got lookout posted? Just one man in the bow and one aloft. Good. I've been sailing these waters for 20 years, and I'm never really happy till I'm off the bank. I know, sir. I guess it's the fog. Never knowing what's ahead of you. What's likely to come out of it. Something's ahead, sir. Just off the port bow. What? Where? There it is, a schooner. It's almost dead ahead. Put your helm over hard. Hard over it is, sir. He's still coming with... Ah, there. We'll just clear a stern. Another half minute, we'd have cut her in two. Ahoy, you lovers! Something thunder's the matter with you. Why aren't you sounding your foghorn? Something does seem to be the matter, sir. There's no one at the wheel. Yes, you're right. No one at the wheel, no one on deck, and... Look there. A 
A distress signal. You'd better look into this. Half feet astern. Half feet astern, sir. Half feet astern. What do you think it is? I don't know. But she looks to me as if she's been abandoned. Maybe you'd better lower a boat, Mr. Ross. There is someone aboard it, sir. Look, just coming up from below. Great. Scotty's dived overboard. He's swimming this way. Up forward, Mr. Ross, and heat my line. And when you get him on board, bring him up here. Aye, aye. There he is, Captain. Kind of rocky. Got banged up a bit before we call him on board. Take it easy there. I'm all right. Listen, Captain. Get away from here fast. Get away? What about the schooner you jumped off? The rest of the crew. Dead. Every last man. Dead? I'm the only one left alive. Dead of what? That thing got them. One after another. That grazing from the sea. If I hadn't locked myself in the galley, it what would have... What are you talking about? Now, I'm sure you'd better lower a boat. Take a look see Mr. Ross. I ought to. No, no. No, you fools. Don't you realize that it's still there? On the schooner. Do you want it to follow you back here? Kill you off one by one, too? Don't you realize? Oh, here, catch him up. All right, sir. I've got him. Good. All right, inside here to my cabin. All right. Put him in on my bunk, yes? Yes, sir. There we are. Poor devil. We were shot. Think he's out of his head, sir? I don't know. It might be all imagination. On the other hand, we should investigate. I'll take a boat over and see what I can see. ship out in the middle of the banks for no reason. No, that's true. They don't. I'd give plenty to know what that reason was. Well, 
and everything's stored properly before we get on the way, man. Right, sir, we will. Oh, there you are, Mr. Ross. Well, what'd you find out? Nothing, sir. Nothing? Well, what do you mean? Just that, sir. We didn't find out a blessed thing. We looked over from stem to stern. Everything was shipshape. There didn't seem to be a single reason why they should have abandoned her. But there wasn't a soul on board. Strange. Mighty strange. Well, let's go inside and see if our friends come through yet. Yes, sir. Hey, he's trying to sit up. Oh, here, now let me help you. Yeah. Are you sure you're all right now? Yes, sir. Sorry, I feel it over. I guess I was in worse shape than I thought I was. I'm sorry, I told you like that. Oh, now forget it. Uh, what's your name? Banning, sir. Joe Banning. Banning, yes. Excuse me, sir, but are we underway now? Yeah, it's just got started. Why? Well, it's the schoolmen were away from... Men were away from that cursed ship. Fuck your RB. You hadn't come along when you did. What had to spend one more night on board that yeah, ship? Easy, Fanning, easy. There's nothing to worry about now. The world began two nights ago. We've been out on the sh- out on the bank. We're fishing. For about three weeks, my dear. We were just starting back to port when the water went funny. Funny? How? Turned salty and red. Red as blood. Ross, erosion in your tank. That's what we thought at the time. But that night, men started disappearing. Disappearing? Captain Bassett himself was the first. I left him at the wheel. I went low to get some grub. When I came back on deck, he was gone. Gone? Gone where? We didn't know. We put about, went back looking for him. We never found him. Stevens, the mate, took over, took the next trick at the wheel. When it was time to change watches, we found that he was gone, too. What are you getting us? The truth. Well, we figured we could still make port, even though we were short-handed. Anyway, we were pretty sure we'd be off the banks, out of the park cell by morning. So that if we blew a distress signal, it would be seen. But in the morning, there was still fog all around us. It was like we couldn't get away from it. And the other man was gone. Now, look here, Fanny. Now, just a second, Mr. Ross. Let him finish. And that's the way it went. One man after another disappearing with no way of telling where they'd gone or what had happened to them. Not exactly, sir. Two more men went that day. Another that night. That left only two of us, Ross and myself. We were near crazy by that time. Trying to stick together. But we had to have someone at the wheel and we had to weed. I went down to the galley to get some hard tack. When I was down there, I heard Larson scream. I went back to the bridge. There he was fighting with... With it. What? But to sit there, I couldn't really see it. Larson let out that one yell. Then went backward over the rail. I stood there staring. And all of a sudden, I felt something. Something soft and slimy trying to take hold of me. I dived back down into the galley, slammed the door. Wait a minute, you mean... I mean, something had come out of the fog and boarded the schooner. Something you couldn't see. 
It's got all the rest of the crew, and if you hadn't come along when you did, it would have gotten me, too. Has it been since you had anything to eat, Fanny? Uh, since you had any real rest? About three days. Uh, well, I suppose you see the cook. Have to give you something hot and then go forward and get some sleep, eh? We'll talk about this again in the morning. You don't believe me, sir, do you? You think I'm out of my head? Oh, now, now, Fanny. You run along, and like I said, we'll talk about this some more tomorrow, eh? Yes, sir. Don't believe him, do you, sir? You mean you do? Well, I don't know. But I won't be sorry when we get off the banks out of this fog tomorrow. Tonight, according to the directions on the package. 
Then tomorrow morning, see if you don't feel you can lick your weight in Wildcats. Here's the sound medical reason why Carter's little liver pills are so effective. They can give you two-way relief for sluggishness, something you cannot expect from a simple laxative. First, Carter's little liver pills wake up the flow of a vital digestive juice, and they start to do this usually within 30 minutes after taking. Second, they help restore regularity. It's this two-way relief that helps you feel better. Catch your breath, wipe the cold perspiration off your brows. <laughs> oh? Oh, what you've heard so far hasn't bothered you, huh? Hmm. <laughs> Wait. Just a moment later now, in the three minutes, still on the bridge. Standing at the wheel, Ross and Captain Bates staring at him incredulously. I tell you, you're mad, Banning, out of your head. Well, you still don't believe me, eh? Did the water turn into blood or not? Of course it didn't. That's nonsense. It's just rust. Corrosion in the tank. And the fact that we're still in the same place you were yesterday after sailing for 24 hours? Our figuring was just off, that's all. That reckoning's never completely accurate. All right, Captain. That's the way you want it, fine. But I wonder what you're going to say when the men start disappearing. That's enough, Lanning. Who else is on watch, Mr. Ross? Who's the lookout? Ready, sir. Go get him. Tell him to come up here and take standing space at the wheel. Hi, sir. Sonny, hi there. Hey. Now, as to you, Fanning, uh, you'd better get back to your bunk and lie down. Yes, you're sick. Mr. Ross should never let you stand to watch. Oh, I'm sick, am I? It's all my imagination. Okay, Captain. Let's say you're right about the water, our position. What about the sea spray? What happened to my shipmates, the rest of the crew? I don't know, and I can't worry about that right now. I've got something for Coast Guard to look into. But I'm not going to have you scaring the wits out of my crew. So if you say one more word about this to any of my... Captain, I won't. I've got a hunch I won't have to. What do you mean? Nothing except that... But he's not there. He's, he's gone. Gone? Gone where? I don't know. Reported here at eight bells, went up to the bar to relieve Blake. That's the last anyone saw of it. Is that Miguelio, the postal? No, sir. He, he must have dropped off to sleep or something. Fallen overboard. Fallen overboard. That's what we thought on the sea spray when Captain Bassett disappeared. But he didn't fall. He was dragged overboard by that that thing. Will you shut up, Fanning? I won't shut up. What can I say to make you believe me? I, I tell you, it was here, here on board the ship. And it's going to get the rest of us one by one unless... There's only one thing to do. Take to the boat. Step back to the ship and abandon it. What? No, I know you're mad. Get up forward and stay there. All right, Captain. I'll go. But remember, I warned you. Anything that happens from now on is on your conscience. your pardon, sir. Yes. Uh, shouldn't we be off the banks out of the fog by now? Why, no, Garth. We evidently made a mistake in our reckoning. According to the radio compass bearing we got this morning, we're still around the middle of the banks. Won't be clear until tomorrow. I see, sir. Oh, by the way, Garth, what are the men saying about Smitty disappearing that way? 
Why, nothing, sir. Except... Yes. Well, sir, they can't understand how he could have fallen overboard with the seas to come. And then there's this here business of the water turning funny. That feeling kind of jumpy about that, too. Hmm. Yeah, well, what's that? Well, like a small craft fishing for us. That here's off the starboard. Sailing parallel to us. A schooner. Who's up at the bow's lookout? Blake, sir. Well, what's the matter with him? Is he asleep? Why didn't he sing out when he saw us? I don't know, sir. I'll... I thought I told you to stay below, Benny. You did, but... That's Kona. Do you recognize her? Recognize her? She does look familiar, but... Great Scott. It's the sea spray. What? Can't be. We left the drifting as up 200 miles from here. You only think you left. Besides, when we left her yesterday, she was deserted. But now, she just sounded a foghorn. They're men of water. You can see them. Yes, men. But what kind of men? Look at them through your glass, Mr. Robert. Just what I'm doing. Oh. Good Lord. Her face. All green, bloated, swollen. Why, they... They look as if they were dead. Look. They are dead. Drowned men come back out of the sea, sailing on and on through the fog, following us and waiting until... One more word out of you, Benny, and I'll put you in iron. Give me that glass, Mr. Ross. Too late, sir. The sooner it's gone. Hmm. Well, come on apart with me and let's see what's wrong with Blake. Yes, I'm coming, too. Me, too. Now, what's that? Go on, watch, guard. Stay at the wheel. He'll stay on course. If anything has happened to Blake, I want to know it. And the rest of the crew will want to know it, too. Well, all right, then. Come on. I don't like this, sir. We may be in trouble with guards. We won't take orders. Yeah, the hunt. We're all getting jumpy out of hand. Ah, uh, all right. There's Blake leaning against the rail. Blake? Look again. It's not Blake. It's Smitty. And look at him, sir. He's dead. Bringing weapon with seaweed in his hair. He was drowned. But he came back from the sea just like my mates on the sea spray. Yeah, blast you, Panning. I warned you, but you wouldn't listen. Now will you abandon ship? Take to the boat? Now I've had enough of this. Enough of you and your warnings. Grab him, Carson, Mr. Ross. I won't go through it again. I tell you, darling, one man has another go over the side track to his captain. I'm going to do it later. I can't get it. I can't He went overboard. Hey, that's instant. If he's rather commit suicide and stay on board this ship, we're not going to stay either. Come on, men. The boat. We're burning and ship. What? You can't do that. Who's going to stop us? We are. Quick, Mr. Ross. The guns are my cabin. Guns, is it? Oh, no, you don't. Stay, men. I'll take a break here. Because you're afraid. Because 
Because you're starting to believe in that thing from the sea also. About half and half. I mean, well, after all, everything that's happened so far, finding the sea spray deserted, Smitty and Blake disappearing, then Smitty coming back, drowned. Very well, Mr. Ross. I'll help you launch a life raft if you like, you can go. But I'm staying with my ship. Well, in that case, I'll stay with you, sir. Good man. I kind of thought you would. What's our first move? Up to the radio room. We'll send out an SOS. That's for help. Right, sir. Even if you do think there's some explanation for everything that's happened, the ship is kind of spooky now, isn't it? Fog. Everything's quiet. Dead like... What's that? Engine room telegraph. Someone rang for half speed ahead. Why, we're moving. Getting underway. Who? There's no one on board but the two of us. Maybe one of the engineers didn't go. Stayed below. No one stayed, I tell you. No one. There's just the two of us on board and... So else, I... I don't like this. You don't like it, I... Someone's coming. They're heading for the bridge. Can you see who or what I... Huh? <laughs> but I 
I do hope you enjoyed tonight's story. And that you'll be with us again next week at this same time. And if in the meantime you should happen to take an ocean trip, and if while you're out you should run into heavy weather and while you're standing alone on the deck at night, something should reach out of the darkness and grab hold of you. So don't worry. It won't be the thing from the sea. It'll just be one of the other passengers trying to find his way to the rail. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yes. If you hadn't done so, be sure to read this month's Inner Sanctum Mystery, Footsteps Behind Her, by Mitchell Wilson. Will you wake up tomorrow morning feeling chipper and spry? Or will you crawl out of bed with that sluggish, headachey, what's-the-use feeling due to irregularity? Well, try this. Just before you go to bed tonight, take one or two Carter's Little Liver Pills with a glass of water. Then see if tomorrow morning isn't rosy and bright. See if your usual pep and cheerfulness aren't back. There's a sound medical reason why Carter's bring you these remarkable results. Carter's Little Liver Pills provide two-way relief. Relief you cannot expect from a simple laxative alone. First, they wake up the flow of a vital digestive juice. And they start to do this usually within 30 minutes after taking Second, they help restore regularity. It's this two-way relief that helps you feel better so fast and so differently. Tonight, present dreams, huh? This is the Blue Network.